Hey, what's going on guys? This is Hayden Scott Batten and this is the first podcast that I have done or am doing. Um I don't it's not the first one I've done. I've just tried to record this same thing fucking three or four times now and don't really know what I'm saying, don't know how I'm doing it. Um just trying to really figure this out. I just want to get this out before it's fucking midnight so I can watch an episode of Sopranos before I go to bed. Um yeah, see, now that makes me sound all rushy and negative, but the honest to God truth, I just want to get this first one out, just so I can say I've done it. Um, Funny enough, the reason I'm doing this podcast is because I've wanted to for a couple of years now. I've been listening to podcasts for a couple of years, and I can't, it's time to put your feet to the fire, you know? Like, I've been so ambitious my whole life, and yet I'm just, I haven't got anything to show for it. So I'm 25 now, which I guess in the grand scheme of things isn't very old at all, um, which is something I do understand. But at the same time, I don't want to be 30 and I've not done anything, and then 35 and I've not done anything, and then 40 and I've not done anything. So yeah, I'm making this first podcast. Uh, To be honest, I don't expect anyone to listen to it, except for Emily. Emily is my best mate, and she asked me specifically where she could find this. When I made it, when I told her I was going to do it. So, sup, Emily. Love you, mate. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, as well, I find the stand-up comic, stand-up comedians, and podcasting go sort of hand-in-hand. Um, there's plenty of podcasters I listen to that do stand-up, plenty of stand-ups comedians I listen to that do podcasts and it just seems to be a good medium platform for the same kind of person um oh pardon me um but yeah I don't know if I've said the words feet to the fire but that is something I am starting to really believe in I don't know if anyone listening to this is knows who Gary V is but the guy is constantly saying stuff like that you know, like, don't talk about making a podcast, make a podcast, so here I am making a podcast, talking about making a podcast, Uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't really know what I want the podcast to be about, Um, I kind of want it to be about a perspective podcast, sort of spreading information, getting more sides to every story, um, but in a comic way, because I'll be honest, it doesn't come across right now that I'm funny, but I fucking am, alright? So, yeah, fuck yourself. And I... I don't know, I feel like comic, like comedy heals people, because I know a few people from a few different backgrounds, and the thing they find funniest is the thing that's hurt them the most. Me included. But... I don't know, Paul Rudd said that in an interview. Um, it was actually the the Hot Ones interview, if anyone's seen that. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, a couple things about me. So I... Um, I've been a mad stoner since I was about 16. Um, I spent plenty of years not doing anything that I want to, just sort of being a big dreamer, but not an action man. 
um, you know, figuratively or literally. I've never been a plastic doll. Um, and like now, I just, I don't want to be like that anymore, you know? I want to be mentally healthy and I want to do stand-up comedy and I plan to. Um, as soon as this whole fucking COVID-19 virus is behind us and lockdown's over, I'm going to make my way to the nearest open mic night and I'm just going to have a stab at it. And if nobody likes me, fuck them. I'm going to try again. I'm going to try again until I get there and I do it. The same with this fucking podcast thing, because I bet my voice sounds fucking dumb. And my... Not my mute. What does my voice sound? My voice sounds dull and... Menial, yeah, let's go with menial, and that's okay, you know, because right now I can't be loud and I can't be fucking all over the place screaming and shouting, giving you what you want because I live with seven other people, and those seven other people are all family, and we live in a three bedroom house, and it's hard to actually find the time, so I think at some point maybe in a year, something like that, I'm going to move out, live on my own. Um, I like the idea of Manchester, but realistically, I might move to Plymouth, just because it's nearer. Um, but yeah, I once that happens, I'm going to be doing this all the time. Um, I also had a few limiting beliefs, things like a podcast needs several people, um, to be any good, whereas I listen to Bill Burr do the Monday Morning Podcast, and I think that's fucking hilarious, um, Theo Vaughn does his own podcast, uh, this past weekend, fucking hilarious, um, and you don't need other people there, you know, it's just something I need to get over and get round, um, hence me doing this now, uh, some other podcasts I love, uh, the Russell Brand podcast is terrific. The Joe Rogan experience, just fucking talking to scientists, comedians, fighters, authors, you know, you name it. Musicians, like, fucking terrific podcast. I've learned a fucking shit ton off of that. Um, I listen to Gary Vee, um, entrepreneur. Um, very big on spreading positivity. Very big on pushing you to actually... Like, stop talking about stuff, doing the action, pushing you to, you know, do you, I guess. Um, but my absolute number one would be actualized.org. Um, I imagine that's probably the least heard one of all the ones I've just said. But fucking hell, that guy's driven me in life. Um, I think before him, I was very aimless. Um, I didn't have any idea with what I wanted to do or how I was going to do anything. But through his YouTube series and his website, and I even purchased a book list he released for the sake of uh, guidance. But yeah, I think through that sort of thing, I've actually gotten to a point where I can actually bring myself to do this, for example, and all the other things. I also really want to do voice acting. Um, That's just something I've always thought would be really fun. Um, on top of that, I studied animation in school, and so I didn't care about animation. It was uh, too much, a lot of hours in front of a screen, and it just, 
and I'm not as visually artistic as I thought I was. Um, like, don't get me wrong, I enjoy video games. Not really so much anymore, but they're okay. But I'm much more a sound guy. I like music, I like talking, um, I like impressions, you know. Um, and to be fair, uh, this almost seems like a diary entry, but anyone who's listening, if you don't give a shit, fair enough. Um, if you do give a shit, cheers. I really appreciate the support. And I don't even mean, like, I don't need you to write me anything. I don't need you to contact me in any way. Just, you know, just pitching your love through the airwaves. I really dig that. Thanks. Um, I think at some point, once I'm a bit more comfortable with this whole deal and I'm a bit more aware of what I'm doing, um, I think it'd be cool to get a couple of surveys going so that I can sort of talk to people who write in and stuff like that. Um, that'd be pretty sweet. Um, I think a bit of perspective on the whole situation. Um, if you're, if you can't tell, I'm English. Um, but honestly, I've never met someone who couldn't tell I was English, except for Dutch people. They seem to think I'm Scottish and Irish and all sorts of shit like that. But, um, but yeah... So, if you're in England, listen to this. I've met a lot of you, and the one thing I'm starting to notice is it doesn't seem to matter how much money we're, any one of you are earning, or who you're sleeping with, or what you own, or even what your job is, but we all just seem to be so down and disconnected from each other. Um... And that's another thing the virus seems to have helped with. Since since the virus has come about, there seems to be so much more community between us. And I dig that. I dig that. And I'm hoping it's something we can sort of carry over with us past past this pandemic. Um, and if you're not English anywhere in the world, if you can understand me and you're listening, um, I feel like you've probably got a similar instance, you know, because obviously our cultures vary and our climates are um, vary, but at the same point, I just, it doesn't seem like anyone around the world's that happy, and those of you that truly are happy, fucking good on you, you know, but I feel like you're few and far between, first time in my fucking life I've said that right, I always say far and few between, but yeah, um, I've lost my train of thought a bit, but like, I feel like there, oh no, I haven't lost it, but I definitely think there's ways to be happy. And when I say happy, I don't mean happy. I mean satisfied, fulfilled, content. Because realistically, happiness is an emotion, you know. It's not a way of life. Um, but yeah, if for whatever reason you do enjoy the sound of my voice, maybe you can stick with me. I think if I could even help one person out, that would be nice. And do you know something... I've heard so many people say that, they're like, if it changes one person's life, fucking A. But realistically, I don't want to change one person's life, I want to change a few thousand people, few thousand people's lives, um, in one way or another. And realistically, do I just want that for the glory? Don't know. But I definitely need to develop some character, because right now, talking to this microphone, I sound fucking dull. And I promise you I'm not. I'm a... I'm a weird and wacky chap, but 
It's just not coming through right now. I think that's all right. Um, yeah. So I've... I'll be honest, I've recorded this two or three times, which I've said but earlier. But what it means is I don't remember what I have and haven't said in this particular recording. Um, but anyway, I've got a notepad in front of me with bullet points. And the last thing here is just say something a bit positive and uplifting to end on, which I kind of like. Um, but I'll be honest, I'm going to end with a joke because I... Um, want to be a comedian so just to show you that I am funny um I'm gonna say something positive first just and then I'll get to the joke but um yeah so I have met a number of people who vary differently in how they go about life some are heavily science-based, some are heavily religious-based. Religion, um, but I feel like everybody has a valid point. And you may have been abused in your life in some way or another. Um, you may have abused someone else in some way or another. Um, you may be completely ignorant to being abused or abusing. But whoever you are and whatever you're doing, there is potential in you to improve and there is also a greatness in you that you can uncover um and I don't say that completely hollowly because I I, th- I feel like I'm three or four percent of my way down the journey of figuring out who I am and what I can contribute to this world and even that three or four percent it's it's shown me that it's possible and like not just for me for anyone you know and, like, some people have easier paths than me, some will have harder. But you've all got it in you. Um, and it's just important to know that. So, anyway, the joke I'm going to end on. So, there's a, a mother and a father. And they have a newborn child. And, basically, what happens is this kid has his first birthday... And as you would expect, they get him like a rattle, uh, a stroller, baby stuff. And then on his second birthday, um, they get him some similar things, a bit more learning. You know, they might get him a little, uh, what's it, a piano, a bit like a kid's piano, stuff like that. More learning based toys. And then when he turns three years old. Um, They kind of have a conversation between the two of them and the dad says, like, you know, like he's sort of coming into character a bit, you know, like he's he's his own man now, you know, obviously he's a child, but the the kid's just, the kid's full of character, you know, like maybe we should ask him what he wants. And so the mum's like, yeah, that's a fine idea. Like, why don't you, uh, why don't you just speak to him, ask him what he wants? And the dad's like, yeah, do you know, I think I will. And so he goes into the room. And sorry to interject the joke, but this is pinched off a friend. I don't want to take credit for this joke. This is, <laughs> although I probably shouldn't be using someone else's jokes. So I want to be a stand-up comedian. Fuck it. Anyway, so the dad goes up to the boy and he says to him, like, mate, how are you doing? Like, Hi, dad. And he's like, 
your birthday's coming up. He's like, yeah. He's like, what do you want for your birthday? And the kid goes, I want a bag of golf balls. And the dad goes, are you sure? He's like, yeah. And the dad thinks it's a bit weird, but, you know, he's like, well, you know, I guess he wants golf balls, he can have golf balls, you know, no reason. And so they get him this bag of golf balls and he's like, you know, and he's all happy when he sees them and he smiles and he obviously has a little three-year-old face, he's all chipper and over the place. And like his mum and dad look at each other and they're like, wow, you know, they just, they don't understand it. They're amazed, but they don't understand it. And then this seems to carry on to the next year. The dad sort of says to his son again, because, you know, he likes the idea of giving him what he wants, but also, like, trying to find out what he wants and who he is for this reason. And he says the same thing again. He says, golf balls. And the dad's like, he doesn't understand why, but at the same point, he loves his son. It's not a lot to ask for. He gets him the bag of golf balls. And this carries on year after year. And, like, one day, it's, like, the the kid's eighth, ninth birthday. And the dad sort of asks him, he's like, son, what what is it about golf balls you like so much? Like, why do you want them every year for your birthday? And the kid just doesn't want to tell him. He, he gets all weird about it. He gets all, like, quiet and shy. And he's just like, I just want golf balls, dad. And, like, the dad's like, oh, okay, okay. And he sort of backs off a bit. You know, he doesn't want to upset his kid. And so... He, you know, gets in the golf balls and he sort of, he goes up to his mum sort of the day after his birthday and he asks her, he's like, do you have any idea why all he ever wants is golf balls? And his mum's like, you know, I haven't got a clue. Um, I never really bothered to think about it. And the dad's like, oh, see if you can't find out. And then on his 10th birthday, his dad's like, what do you want, son? And he's like, golf balls, dad. And He's starting to get a bit frustrated now because it's been a decade or a bit under a decade and he just doesn't understand why he always wants these golf balls and his wife can't figure it out and it's just starting to get under his skin a bit and so he just sort of thinks about it doesn't really know what to do keeps getting him these golf balls and this goes on for a couple more years you know he turns 11 he turns 12, and all he ever wants for his birthday is golf balls. And when he's like 14, his dad sort of says to him, Hey son, how would you, how would you like a bike for your birthday this year? Like a nice bicycle, I'll teach you how to ride. And he's like, nah dad, I, I just want the golf balls. And he loses his head. His dad's like, why do you want these golf balls? What is it about them? And he's like, I just want the golf balls, Dad. Like, what's the problem? And his dad's like, do you know what? You're not getting the golf balls. You're having a bike. And I think in hindsight, his dad knew that shouting this at him wasn't going to work. But, you know, he lost his head in the moment. He was frustrated. And he just ends up shouting at this kid that all you're getting is a bike. You're not getting these golf balls. And the kid loses his shit. He runs out the door. And he is crying and tearing just legs it and as he's sprinting out the door he runs away from the house and he just gets hit by a car and for whatever reason the car drove off didn't stop or anything and the dad's like oh my god son I'm so sorry and he runs over to him 
he sort of lifts his head up and he's like, son, I'm so sorry. And his son's coughing and he is, uh, he's not looking good. And his dad's like, son, please, I've just got to know. Like, I didn't want to hurt you. I didn't mean for any of this to happen, but please just tell me. Why did you want golf balls every year? And there and then the kid died. Night, guys. Love you.